Today on the Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast, we're talking feedback for She-Hulk episode 7, The Retreat. All that and more that we have no control over. Welcome to the Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast. My name is Matthew Carroll. And I'm Jeff Randall. Jeff Randall, you doing all right tonight, bud? Dude, it's just the two of us. It is? We're getting intimate. Indeed. Just a quiet conversation between lovers i mean friends say what you mean matt (laughs) say what you mean terry no longer i can withhold these feelings no longer (laughs) i guess we're gonna talk about episode seven's feedback like what are people talking about out there yeah we're jeffrey we're open about our feelings after this therapy episode right that's what it is that's yeah that's what that's exactly what's going on here was not a joke at all just just pure unadulterated feelings yep i don't know why you're laughing i'll put them back inside now (laughs) since i'm being laughed at i'll go ahead and box it back up (laughs) put that on a shelf we won't think about it again that's what i do (laughs) compartmentalization works in shield and in my feelings shield and my feelings and it's really to shield your heart yeah it's the with with boxes strategic heart Mm -hmm. and i've got nothing (laughs) you got the heart and i was like nope 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 not gonna make it through that not gonna make it through that not on air we're done here yeah, if, if you had a few minutes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, so we we don't have that many in the in the feedback chamber for some reason. We had a lot of feedback this week, but specifically not a lot of she hulk feedback. We had a lot of things about the Wakanda Forever trailer that we're gonna talk about very soon. By oh. the way, if you're listening to this podcast, we're dropping this one first because She Hulk comes out tomorrow. But we are going to put the Wakanda Forever trailer reaction on our YouTube. So, youtube.com slash strandedpanda. Check it out. It will end up in the audio feed eventually, but it will be a few days later in the audio feed uh, because of the way audio feeds work. So, check out it on on YouTube if you're interested. Uh, And patrons, you'll get it tonight anyway. So, (laughs) wink. Oh, but one thing I do want to bring up before we get to the feedback uh, mm-hmm. For anybody that did not watch the podcast awards uh, ceremony online, we got best TV and film the second year in a row. Woo! We defended our crown, baby. We defended the crown, and we did it against uh, like some titans of entertainment, so to speak. Oh yeah. See, I didn't. Even, <laughs> I've been so out of the loop this year because everything going on in my daily life that I didn't even know what was going on. I mean, I don't want to like. I, I feel bad now. I'm like, who did we beat? Yeah. <laughs> well, like, I mean, that's 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 kind of what should, I did. I was like, what are these other? Who are these other poultry podcasts competing with us, <laughs> the fools? And then like, I click on one of them. I'm like, oh, oh, it's them. Oh, wow. Because it's very surprising that like. Billy Boyd and Dominic Monaghan, who played Peregrine Took and yeah. Mary Doc Brandybuck from Lord of the Rings. Lord of the Rings. They have a like, podcast that their actual was, podcast. Yeah, their actual wow. podcast. We somehow won out over them. I, I, I don't believe it. 
Um, that's I crazy. Mean, this is a dream, is what this is, Matt. This is just a dream. Yeah, that's huge. Pandas, thank you. Coming out in force. Uh, we are just two, uh, two, two humble podcasters from Birmingham, Alabama. Like, uh, it, the, yeah, to beat out of the actual celebrities doing this thing. That's crazy. Um, wow. Thank you. Thank you, Pandas. Thank you so much. Yes. So, now to the Pandas. Yeah. And what they yeah, have let's to talk say. about She-Hulk. Let's get to it. So we got Joe sent us a message. Hey guys, it's Joe. I was just watching She-Hulk and came into this big theory. Big as in quotes. I'm not sure why. <laughs> uh, I have two theories about the identity of Hulk King. Number one, I believe it could be General Ross, so he can become Red Hulk. This could also be related to the Sokovia Accords, although I don't think they would paint the late great William Hurt in a negative light on his last appearance. Uh, and number two, this one, this one's a little naff, but possibly the Skrulls or Kree attempting to make a Hulkling, and there was a misinterpretation or something, you know, like this. This could get further developed in Secret Invasion. Mm. Uh, P.S. I wanted to name this a Hulking theory, but she said Hulking wasn't a word. She was wrong. <laughs> sounds like an expletive. That's a that's a that's a pretty good hulking theory. Whoa, 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 whoa. you can't talk like that on kids are listening. <laughs> Matt. Sorry. Sorry. Should have used the soft G. Oh <laughs> um. <laughs> uh. Yeah, you know, okay, sure. Hulkin. You know, it's a little more casual. Right. Right. That checks out. Yeah, I don't know. It, it just seems like this show is just such a different vibe from everything else that Marvel's getting into with like Secret Invasion and all these other very serious shows that are coming up. I just can't imagine it being something too serious. And then with all these rumors, I mean, you, I don't know if you, I guess we haven't discussed this on the show yet, but uh, you've heard the rumors about uh, Harrison Ford. Have you heard the, the rumors going around? Her oh, that uh, they want him to replace William Hurt. Yeah. Like, that's like a, I don't, I don't it, it came from, I saw it on a, some somewhat legitimate site that it was like a, it's still a raw rumor, but like, interesting. Like, I yeah. wonder if they will bring back Thunderbolt Ross, you know, if they had planned on using the Red Hulk and doing all that stuff, it just seems like they could still do that, you know? Yeah. I mean, you know, an older... An older actor who looks decent in military uniform or in like highly mm -hmm. decorated military uniforms, like that's the that's an easy pull for for uh, Harrison Ford. Uh, and they're like Red Hulk would be entirely CG anyway, so like right. I, I don't see that being an issue for <laughs> for anyone. Yeah, and I bet they wouldn't make him walk around with the dots on his face either. He's probably just doing the voice. They're just gonna have like a <laughs> stand-in or <Yeah>. something. <laughs> He's like, I'm done. I'm off the set. Yeah. Set my lines. I'm gone. I've set my lines. I'm in my pajamas. I'm out. <laughs> it's just in, uh, they make him some very, a very comfortable, one of those like pajama suits, but with dots all over it for the tracking. <laughs> the mocap guys are like, God, I hate this freaking thing. <laughs> it's in his, uh, yeah, it's in his contract that he, Yes, he'll wear a mocap suit, but it also must double as pajamas. <laughs> <laughs> All the little tennis balls are like very squishy. Yeah, he's he's like, I want it to be super comfy. 
<laughs> you did that with the voice of Obadiah Stane for some reason. Oh, God. <laughs> Tony Stark could relax like this in a cave with a box of scraps. <laughs> I want this couch comfortable. I don't know. Like Obadiah Stane, who just wants a really nice man cave. We're, He's like we're mad comfort at- mongers, Tony. <laughs> stupid <laughs> it's like that would have set the mcu on a completely different path if they were like just like rival lazy boy companies <laughs> yeah he's, he's just flying through the air on his freaking recliner yeah <laughs> oh see you see you still have him flying through the air in my story it's just like a quaint story about two like furniture magnates <laughs> oh <laughs> Like it's kind of like there will be blood, except more relaxed. Yes, yes. It's hard n- not to be more relaxed than there will be blood. <laughs> the movie is tense. <laughs> um, but okay, what, what are our two theories here? We have uh, uh, General Ross. Again, I just don't know with them like wanting to use him again. Possibly, it just feels weird for him to be at the end of She Hulk. <laughs> like it feels like a yeah. weird place for General Ross. Um, but every every character kind of feels weird in this show. Um, I mean, I'm wrong. I know that Daredevil's coming, and I just that those tones are going to be strange a little bit, you know. But not Doctor Strange. Not Doctor Strange. Wong is is, is from Doctor Strange, and those tones are also strange. Yeah, but like Wong, I think Wong had a, a loose side that we kind of got a glimpse of with uh, with Shang Chi. Mm-hmm. Um, so like when it yeah when the it, karaoke like, scene yeah <laughs> so, so like when it when it came to him like sitting down to watch Sopranos like yeah that checks out uh, the, knowing what I know about Wong that checks out mm-hmm. yeah Beyonce Sopranos and karaoke like I, we I feel like we're getting to know more about Wong's interests than like any other character in the MCU <laughs> like yeah lots of pop culture interests we're very familiar with Wong's social life. Yeah. More so than most. Who else do we know a TV show? We only know that Happy likes Downton Abbey. And I can't really <laughs> think of any of anybody else. <laughs> That's about it. Yeah. I love it when it wakes up and makes the lady like move her head so he can see Downton Abbey. It's a great, great <laughs> moment. Iron Man 3. <laughs> um, so, let's see. The second one was uh, the Scrolls or the Kree attempting to make a Hulkling and leaving oh, yeah. the secret invasion. I don't know that that's going to be the thing, um, mostly because, again, the tones are so wildly different. Right. Um, and I feel like if if they had said, I don't know, the fact that his name is Hulk King or Hulking, I, we, I, we still don't really know. I think it's Hulk King. But it yeah. just seems like that's a weird, uh, it, just because the names are similar, I don't think that's a good, I think it's the only reason that that theory would exist, right? It's just because the names are so similar, but. Why wouldn't they just name him Hulkling? Yeah. Yeah, no. So I, I'm gonna stick by it. I'm gonna I'm I'm planting the flag, uh staking claim, drawing the line in the sand, whatever. I'm I am making the call. It's I want it to be, or I think that it will be the leader. I think Samuel Stearns is our best bet for matching mm. the tone of this whole thing. And, uh, and, and being, you know, a decent enough villain for her to be against. I am going to stake my claim on Todd. 
Okay. I think Todd is at a minimum involved. Yeah, he's involved. He might be the guy. Well, we don't really know that he's involved, right? He, yeah, he, he texted Hulk King and was like, got blood, good to go, took picture. Wait, no, that's, that's Josh. My bad. I'm lumping all those terrible guys together. (laughs) That's my bad. Todd's the creepy one who wanted her blood on the date and then like all that. Oh yeah, who was like obsessed over her, her skin being impenetrable. Yeah. What about vibranium? <laughs> and then they have a uh, interesting like looking syringe the next an episode later or whatever. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I feel like that. I think not. <laughs> yeah. So I think it, and and the fact that he showed up at her work like and they still haven't done anything with it. Like if they had done a little more with him or give humanized him a little bit in that episode, but he just like randomly shows up at her work like in a weird. And why is he talking? And we I think somebody wrote this in and we talked about it once, but like. Why is he talking to the superhuman law division? Like, what what does Todd have? Why is he in there for superpowers? Yeah, I mean, he said my favorite lady lawyer about Mm -hmm. uh, Miss Book. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. I don't know. Um, We'll see. Ah. Yeah. How many Hmm. How many episodes are left? Two. Two. I feel like this week has to be Daredevil. Because I don't think they'll want to end on Daredevil. Because they, I think they've learned their lesson not to end a show with a cameo. Because then it's like not about the character. Right. But we've only got two left. It's got to be this one. I'm hoping. It's got to be. It's got to be. We'll see in two days. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. Next up, Justin Alexander said, two my favorite podcasters. Oh, he, he misdirected this to us. He, yeah, Justin somehow did. this email came here. <laughs> <laughs> Probably writing it to Dominic Monaghan. <laughs> yep yep um, justin says quick she hulk finale theory for you all the series has touched on mental well-being multiple times i theorize that our last episode will be of bruce sitting with emil blonsky either before or after he's finished hurting for a yurtin i told you it'd be quick but you know obviously not bragging p.s don't forget to tell me where you want beer care packages sent justin Ooh. Wait, beer care packages, what? Yeah, let's just give our addresses out right here on the air. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I guess we could email back. That's probably smarter. <laughs> that's, I think that's the preferred method. What's this about beer care packages, though? Oh, I don't know. That's just very kind of him to offer. Um, oh. I think that's just an offer for beer care packages. We should get one of those P.O. boxes that streamers have. Me and, me and Ashley <laughs> were talking about it on a podcast recently. Um one of my friends is a streamer. I will, I will retell this very quickly. Raquel, you know her. Yep. I have escaped rooms with her. Yeah, we have. Yeah, we have. Um, one of the things you can do as a streamer that people often do is they'll put like what meals they want from Uber Eats and they will just show up at the door because people <laughs> can just like order the thing for food and it'll just show up at the door. Like th- th- their address doesn't get out to the public. It's just like they have a thing set up on somehow. Um, but yeah. they can also do like care packages to like a PO box and shit. Like people, it's just so funny. Cause like you don't make a lot of money necessarily in any of these games that we do with podcasting or, um, or, or streaming necessarily, but like people will just gift you like, here's dinner. <laughs> <laughs> I know you're not making any money. Here's dinner. <laughs> it's, it's pretty nice. It's very nice. I want dinner. I want dinner too. 
Somebody order me a pizza. Do <laughs> <laughs> you think we can get a pizza sent to a P.O. box? You think it'll fit? <laughs> I don't know if that's it'll, the best it'll idea. Keep for any, any amount of yeah, time. I don't, I don't think that'll keep, man. Oh, okay. But but I do think that's what P, the P and P.O. stands for. <laughs> <laughs> it's a pizza office box. Yeah, it's a pizza office. <laughs> Okay, uh, will will Hulk show back up in this series? I personally don't think Hulk will show back up in the series just because he took off to what's probably Sakaar. And I think that's going to be, I think, I think that is going to lead to whatever Hulk does next in the MCU. I think that that yeah. was the whole thing with Hulk in this. They tied his little story into a bow and sent him off to space. <laughs> Get out of here. Um, you know, there could be opportunity with, since, you know, he is a, uh, a space-bound guy at this point, um, could be opportunity for him to show up in, like, a Secret Invasion, maybe? Oh, absolutely. Except Secret Invasion seems pretty Earth-based. Well, it's, it's space people coming to Earth. Absolutely, absolutely. But I just mean, like, it seems like it's going to be about... Nick Fury returning home to like see what the issue is. You know what I mean? Like at least it's based on the trailer yeah. so far. I don't know that we're going to get any more bouncing around space. I think the Hulk thing is probably Sakaar, and I think he's probably going out there to deal with possible family ties or something. Mm. Yeah, get some World War Hulk going on. Yeah, or, uh, no, that was the Planet Hulk story. That's right. Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, let's see. Next up, we got Pepper says, <laughs> "Hello, fellow Avongers." <laughs> Avengers. Yeah. Can I just say how much I love how self-aware this show is? Every week I'm seeing people take digs at this show, and every week the episode just kind of falls in line and proves them wrong. I can't wait to see what the groups are going to be upset about by this episode. Sarcasm. <laughs> Ugh, men going to a retreat? What happened to real men? <laughs> I like it. I like it. Uh Pepper continues, people are constantly complaining about the misandry, and yet we get plenty of great male characters. Pug, her dad, Bruce, we get a bunch of emotionally available and supportive men. Manbull, Porcupine, Blonsky, the vampire, the not matador. We even got to see the toxic, quote-unquote, stereotypical female archetypes in the wedding episode. People complain about the lack of plot. The plot has been there since the first episode. The massive deal Bruce made about her blood, total Chekhov's gun. Mm-hmm. It was very obvious that that's where the show was going to focus. I feel like the amount of hate this show gets is just disproportionate. I'm just happy to have a character that I can really relate to on multiple levels. I'm not even mad that Daredevil hasn't shown up yet. I'm here for Jen. Aww. Jen would love to hear that. <laughs> I love the uh, the messages that we keep getting where uh, people are like, you're saying my name. I know you're talking about the character on the show, but you're saying oh, my yeah. name. <laughs> people were very offended at my uh, F Josh last week. <laughs> oh, <laughs> number, yeah. of, number of Josh's reach out. <laughs> yep. And the, uh, the I, I don't like Todd's um, mm-hmm. and the I love Jen's, you know. Yeah. We had a lot of Titanias that were really upset. Yeah, God, the a surprising number of Titanias are just <laughs> up in arms. Large portion of our listenership is Titanias. Oddly enough, it's it's it feels like it's all of them. <laughs> what? 
not all of the titanias in the world mm. just all of them are titanias yeah we're no, all no, I get titanias it. I get inside it. yeah stranded titania network yeah <laughs> there it is there it is <laughs> the titania cinematic universe podcast <laughs> tcu baby anyway yeah that's the that weirdest thing to do. Just start talking about so Titania odd. every week as much as we possibly can. <laughs> Dig into every frame, do a frame by frame discussion of Titania. We would be done in a week. <laughs> yeah, we would. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see. Pepper continues. Uh, and just a couple quick thoughts. One, I'm happy Jen was smiling at the end of this episode and that she could wipe away Josh. Is that his name? I don't care. He gives me the ick. I have a bad feeling about him. Uh, two, the feral rage that took over me when he took a picture of her sleeping. Gross, dude. <laughs> uh, number three, I'm definitely going to agree with the idea that this seems like some power broker tomfoolery. Sharon was so pressed when Zemo offed the scientist who created the serum, she'd love to have her hands on something that can make another superhuman. Speaking of super people, number four, where are all of these super people coming from? <laughs> number five... Newman gives me weird vibes as well that I cannot pinpoint at this time. Keep up the amazing podcast, Pepper. Who's Newman? I have no idea. Me neither. Is it the porcupine? I'm just teasing. I don't know. I don't know who Newman is. I'm sorry. I don't know if that was a mistype, but we just, <laughs> I just went and checked the IMDb and I can't find a Newman. Um, so... New man? Like, is it a new man? Like Josh? Because you already said the thing about Josh, right? So, I don't, I don't know. I'm sorry, Pepper. I, I'm failing you. Um, see, Pepper calls the power broker. And I had that idea episodes ago, and I still think it's a great one. But for some reason, I just don't know if they're going to do it. That's why I went with Todd. Yeah, it's the, the tones are just so vastly different for, like, what Sharon is wanting out of life society like she's so serious i agree with you completely but it goes so well with the idea that like you know first she tried to recreate the super soldier serum and like the hulk people tried to recreate the hulk almost immediately uh with blonsky and everything it's like yeah i don't know it just it just feels like it could absolutely go there but i but i still for some reason don't i just don't know that they'll do it i don't i don't know why i still think it's a better idea so i i'm with her on that (laughs) Yeah, yeah, fair, fair, fair. Fair, and fair, I like, fair. I like how upset Pepper is about him taking a picture of her while she's sleeping and not like the whole like being a spy and lying to her and like tricking her into having sex so he could steal her blood. Like that that all feels like the greater offense to me. But maybe I'm wrong. <laughs> well I I uh, I hate to I hate to trigger anyone with this, but like I feel like that that greater offense is it is yes it is a greater offense technically but like it's also more fantastical it's it's less of a real thing like taking a picture of mm. of someone when she's asleep is absolutely something that gross guys do like that's a yeah it's too real and it's and that's the the weird thing that's that's the thing about josh though is like the sort of guy who has gotten her into bed and then ghosts her, like that's a real thing too. You know, like that's yeah. It feel it feels like what the what he's doing there is a very like hard offensive thing that is like real to life as well. Even though normally the the motivations may be different, but Josh as a character like just sort of feels sociopathic. <laughs> you know, I just don't. Yeah, I don't like him. Well, like, I don't like him at all. The, 
the ghosting thing is like it's that's not as uh unsettling like yeah you got ghosted they disappeared fine sure they're lost but now he has a picture of her asleep like in a vulnerable state yeah I mean, I'm not, I'm not, not saying it's not creepy. I'm just saying he's done so much that the, that yeah, being the focus makes me laugh. He's done know. a lot of bad. Yeah, but don't like it. I feel like that one's the that one's the worst of the ones that's like a real thing, like a realistic, I guess, thing. Because yeah, I don't know. I yeah, I think it, the conv- convincing her to like care about him and be vulnerable and have sex with him and then disappearing is bigger, but I hear you. <laughs> no, that shit happens all the time. <laughs> well, I know, but you know, it's still gross. It's still mean. Yeah, it's mean. It's aftercare, not... people. Aftercare. Aftercare is important. Yes. <laughs> but like I feel like that's not as offensive as like mentally affronting as like, oh, you took a picture of me while I was asleep. I had no consent in it, like there are words that I don't want to use for it, but it is taking a picture of somebody without their consent. Like that's not good. No, it's, I it's agree. Bad. I agree. It's, it's very it bad. It is in fact bad. <laughs> I agree completely. He's he's a whole ball of bad. That guy. He's a ball ball of bad. Mm-hmm. Big old bundle of wrong. Mm-hmm. Got one from Matthew Davis here. Uh, it says in the most recent episode, we got one scene from the early trailers in better context. I'm talking about when Jen was in the group session and she talks about quote unquote, that girl in school who was always so much better and got all the attention in the trailer. It seemed like she was bragging that now she's that girl. Uh, but it seems like it's not so much bragging, but more like pouring her heart out despite Everything she has and is as Jen, her intelligence, sense of humor, the drive, her charm, she's become valued for the fame, the power, and the sex appeal of She-Hulk. She's always envied those girls because they got all the attention for shallow reasons, but now she's getting that attention when she hulks out and even finding herself becoming that girl, but she's finding that it's not so great. What's great about the MCU in general, and this series in particular, is that they can show how different people adapt to having superpowers. In Miss Marvel, Kamala's youthful enthusiasm and love of the existing heroes has her saying, Yahoo! But here is, Jen is a bit more mature. She's never thought about having her cousin's powers or wanted them. She's resistant to the idea, and she tries to make the powers adapt to her life rather than the other way around. Things are really coming together in the larger story this series is telling. Kudos to Tatiana Maslany and the rest of the cast. Matthew Davis. Sweet. Thank you, Matthew. Um, and I, I agree. Uh, I think this show has gotten um, to a really cool place with the overarching story now. Where, yeah. like, like uh, I think it was Pepper that just wrote and just said, like, so many people are complaining about the plot, but no, this show has a clear plot. It's about, you know... Her, yeah, her it's, blood it's, it's, is the MacGuffin. Well, there's that, but there's also like the overarching character development that's happening. Yeah, that Matthew's talking about here. I, I think it's it's been really really good. Yeah, I mean that. Like honestly, honestly, Marvel has always done that. In my opinion, they have always put character first. It's always been the idea of you know the it's the the whole like Steve Rogers before the serum. Like we care about him before mm-hmm. the serum. And then he gets the superpowers and he's still the same guy. He's just a better version. So, yeah. you know, as long as we care about the character, 
the superhero coming along is just icing on the cake. And Marvel gets that. Marvel understands that. So, yeah, yeah all of these things, all of these, these origin stories are just giving us more to love about these characters, about the, the person behind the super. Yeah. The hero behind the super, if you will. Yeah, absolutely. I still think yeah. it's really interesting how complex Jen's story is. And it's something we've been trying to nail down since the beginning. Like, what is this an allegory for? Or what is this a, um, you know, wh- wh- what are they trying to tell us? What's the lesson? What's the, and I don't, I don't think there's a clear one exactly, but there's a lot of, there's a lot of different ones. And it's sort of about like these different aspects of Jen and like She-Hulk and how they interact. And it's just kind of a complicated story, which allows for a lot of different kinds of storytelling. And a lot of different lessons to be sort of gleaned from the uh, from the life of Jen Walters. <laughs> the one lesson I'm getting from all of it: don't be a dick. Yeah, that's that's generally good advice. <laughs> that is uh, life lessons with Jeff Randall. You're welcome, everybody. Mm-hmm. Thank you, thank you, Jeff. Um, well, you until guys- next time, truly. <laughs> 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 not again not again you can't you know? just always cut the show off like that oh my bad i'm just kidding we love you guys thanks for hanging out uh we just wanted to get this she hulk episode in under the wire uh before the uh get the feedback out while it's still relevant um and we'll be back soon with uh we'll be dropping the she hulk episodes this week and then we'll have like i said check out the youtube youtube.com slash panda if you're interested in our uh black panther um Oh, trailer reaction. Yeah. Oh, that trailer's so good. It's really good. And uh, oh, we're that trailer's go... so good. Sorry. Yeah. I'm real excited. No, no, absolutely. And we're going to go uh, talk about it right now. Peace. Until next time, true believers. Thank you for joining us for the Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast. Available everywhere you get podcasts, and now a video version streaming live on twitch.tv slash strandedpandatv and available at youtube.com slash strandedpanda. And if you'd like to learn more about all of our other podcasts, geeky projects, and ways to support the network, visit strandedpanda.com.